Tom Malinowski is my house rep anymore, so I can't. Oh, you got redistricted out. Yeah. No. That's fucking funny, though. Yeah, he's not. He's not my guy anymore. So. Fucking topsy turvy world we were living in, and he's gone now, brother. I am one. Yeah, I'm in one. Oh, Dave Celine. <laughs> Stand up guy. I, I, I mean, it was preceded by Pat Kennedy, so I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say much. <laughs> like, I can't fucking escape these motherfuckers, dude. Like, fuck. Real quick. <laughs> Where's that dog go? Let me go. I'll get it right now. Make her ass up. <laughs> so this is Gertrude June. What's up, Gertie? Gertie for short. No Trudy, huh? Uh we stuck with Gertie. I think we like Gertie, Gertie a lot. Get your uh, ass over here, Gertie. She's eight weeks old now, nine weeks, I think. Australian Labradoodle. Oh, <laughs> a little. Hey, stay. George, you want to see? George, yeah. stay back. Aww. Australian Labradoodle? Yeah. She's very tired. She's had a lot of socialization in the past two days. Uh, we went to the in-laws to meet her cousin Freya, and then we had my sister-in-law yesterday over for dinner and she brought her dog fern wow and then they were all together today at the same time so she has been socialized to hell and she is tired pooped she's that's why she's so adorable right now she's poopsied how big is she supposed to get 25 to 30 pounds so she's oh, so be... she could still like sit in your lap. Oh yeah, like she I can still be able to pick her up and stuff like that. Our homeowners association only allows twenty-five, like twenty-five, but the max is like thirty, I think. We can push it a little bit. So isn't that sick? Homeowners I, associations, huh? You know, certainly not in my attic. My land, mother's land attic. of the free, bro. Land of the free. Yeah, I am now a real human being that participates in the taxpayers' realm and always thinking about money and inflation and gas and gas. Yep, we thought it was just like potholes and stuff like that. We are beyond that now. We are beyond that now. It is like I get it. I understand. I don't. I was telling the the I was telling the lady that that I get, I don't support the positions that folks like that take, but I get it, like why they get upset about affordable housing, and why people put so much effort into stopping it because it is gorgeous out here. This is what it's about. I, job, job, dog, girl, Tottenham transfer window 
house just massive come up since march <laughs> really the city of boston goes down the tubes basically in so many words i'm not gonna like talk shit about it because there's only so many things that can be wrong with it and we've complained about it there's a reason why people are leaving the state there's a reason why when people can find a way to do so they do so where are people leaving for i'm not trying to say that new hampshire and rhode island is where people are leaving for but i mean that would be the most logical things because in this new work culture that we have boston is just an epicenter where people can work from home and they can come in once or twice a week and they're willing to mm. tolerate the bullshit of the MBTA. But in the short term, it's like, this is why we hate going to work in person in the city, because it just doesn't want to work for us anymore. It's not beneficial. Uh, you're reading these articles about how there's people that signed up to work remote for the first six weeks, and then they did their first 90 minute commute in Boston and they quit on the spot. And I was like, holy shit, man. I wish I had the privilege of just doing that. But hang on, let me put her back with the lady. I was also saying to the lady being like, you know, when we first started this podcast back in, what was it? 2016? I think it was 2018. 2018. Two years after Trump got elected. Something like go, that. Yeah. You know, to go from there to now in our lives, they have drastically changed. We both have children. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> we're both homeowners. We're both suburban individuals, but we also have recognized that for all that political shit that we did, all that change that came, did we really get what we sought and, and, and essentially delivered for one cycle? Because I'm kind of just like flabbergasted at the political lousiness of Massachusetts at this point. In regards to Boston, that's just a different beast in itself because there's just not enough uh, individuals willing to hold the people in power accountable because they're too close with them at this point. Um, I, it's I have not felt reassured about the Democratic Party. Yeah, but <laughs> I think elected. that's the difference between you and I. I never did. Yeah, right. Takes like forever to learn that. They have never stepped up never met the moment and i mean they're just yeah. like they're so like i think overall they have less malice maybe as the other side but like they're not really a true other side and that's always been the problem if you're just like the light version of something even at the state levels i mean you see here we've talked about it so many fucking times here in new jersey like you know people who run the show aren't really like advocating for advancement of working people and stuff like that like the george norcrosses and shit like that like they're not interested in that they're interested in power in new jersey you see people hold on to that power for a long time it doesn't matter what happens sort of the dog bone every every now and then but like there's <laughs> like there's no form formidable second party here but then Same you just look nationally you just look nationally where it's just like that's not the case you just have some serious fascist shit going on and people are just going to be like yeah well like it's pretty damn clear that all of our institutions are not great they're based on like word of mouth agreements and tradition and like tradition always goes by the wayside eventually and people start a new tradition i uh i don't disagree with that assessment at all because 
I'm waiting on Maura Healy to become elected for the sake of some anointed bullshit that yeah and like what is that person really gonna do what is that it's person always, really it's always do? like the same thing where it's like people are so focused on individuals yeah there is a popularity contest in politics that's certainly police. complex yeah where you, yeah. you think one person's going to turn yeah. the whole thing around and it's just never like that and it's about systems even on the local level you could see how tough it is to carry out just like certain projects because somebody else comes in you know things just inherently take longer term than what political terms are well i understand change is slow but my god it is crazy when you literally give the levers of power because you were told that if they are given it this is the floodgates of change are just going to open and that's just not reality and i think there is a amazing high that people get from winning but then actually holding their friends that they got elected to office to deliver and they'll take that small inch of incrementalism every single time because it's something but pay that piper it is weird to me at how and i use this as a great example is how like marty walsh uh gave 50 million dollars to universal pre-k and then michelle Wu uses an announcement to say that she's going to do 20 million dollars i really have to ask what's the difference if we're just copying the playbook going around the city and her name's everywhere it's incumbency at its finest they get it and then everything else is about being loved and that's not that is why you're continually going to see your police budgets remain the way they are you're going to continually see these like amazing pissing contests play out on twitter between the counselors but then in the mayor and in the hearings and in the wednesday meeting and then you're going to see them take pictures with her because she brought the cuban ambassador to town there needs to be a level here where we're not sucking everybody's asshole because that's just beneficial during budget week of all times. I'm just mind blown at how people used George Floyd as a Trojan horse to shit. And then when you get this one showdown, the budget, you choose to tell everybody that they're fucking stupid, that they didn't understand the rules and they're wrong. Just uh, people on the council, like have the mayor, people, you know, mayor, the people on the council, I mean, I'm Evan George uh, has done an excellent podcast on explaining the circumstances of these individuals that do this shit. And I look at it in a more a personality perspective, which is it's just fucking gross that they treat this like a fucking game. And it's the same fucking culprits. How many times are we going to keep seeing Kenzie Bach be the one vote that's always in the way of actually doing something? I've just become so pleased with being able to leave the region. Now I can just go yell at my town counselor instead and register to be a new voter in a new state because I, I partnership really is the key to the American dream. And it shouldn't be it's that It's like way. quite literally impossible without it. It's quite literally impossible without it. And you said that, and I just have not let that shit shake my head. You know, I've never... Like, we're at a stage where that is, unless you have, like, inheritance or somebody dies and you get into money at a certain age, like, and you want to do something by yourself, you literally cannot. 
unless you have insane means, um, which is problematic. But yeah. yeah. So you know what? Fine. I found love. Got a fucking dog. I will. Dogs. No kids. No kids. I'm just so much more un like aware of things and this. I, I just never called myself an activist and I never, I just thought I was a rabble rouser. And if you told me that young scam then to older scam now would be where they are, I, I, I would not believe that. I would not believe that because I truly thought I was going to be like 70 years old and homeless just because everything was going skyrocketing high and yeah. nothing, you know. It was like, wow, you think about that sometimes. Now, no, I have to share those worries with somebody else. And I guess I don't have to worry about that now. I you never know what could happen. You could still live that up. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. I think I, a lot of people like feel the same way, but I think there's a lot of people asleep at the wheel where like they think they're impervious to that shit. Where the, I, I don't think a lot of people really realize how close they are to something like that. Right. So that's why me personally, like I've always kind of felt that way. Maybe because I came out of higher education and had no fucking clue what I wanted to do. So that kind of scared me to being like Ugh. shitty economy, no direction, working shit jobs. <laughs> And then, you know, that what what you just expressed was a thought of mine, too. And it's kind of weird because um, it doesn't exist. Like, it just kind of washes away at that point. While there's people that are just living with roommates and their cats. No, just I mean, now it's just so different. You know, now you can really the last two years, I would be interested to hear from younger people who are like just starting out because there's a lot of things you could do and just have a totally different schedule. Mm -hmm. You can configure your life a little, not a little, way differently than we did. You could be physically <laughs> anywhere you want for certain jobs. I'm sure freelance people like have varying stories of you know what their shit is like now. Hey man, yeah. younger people these days they want to get paid more money to do less work as soon as they graduate college, and I'm like, I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Do the work, you stay there forever, and then you get just boom. You know, it'll boil as fuck. Yeah, but I don't buy the whole thing of like, hey, nobody wants to work kind of thing. Hey, the globe is important. It, it's it's not hey, nobody wants to work. It's that nobody wants to work. It's that nobody wants to To me, it's, it's employers don't want to pay. They don't want well, that. Is one dynamic as well. But that's why I always laugh when I see it posed and framed as people just don't want to work. I'm not posing it as that. I'm posing it as no, we are not yeah. meeting the demand of what this generation is expecting out of even our basic entry level jobs. And if that demand has to be met for the machine to keep going, especially when people have stifled immigration to the point <laughs> without where a question, no, without they have a question, a ton of jobs that can't be filled, then to me that just benefits us. I'm seeing those benefits benefit most workers. So yeah, half of the people that go to these Ivy League schools think every like they're under the purview where they've never looked at the Bureau of Labor Statistics or any census information. And they really don't realize that the median household income is sub 100K okay. for most of the United States. I look at this shit all of the time because of the line of work that I'm in. Right. And it always makes me laugh. Like, what was it the story a year or two ago where a professor at UPenn 
was asking students what they thought the average American worker made in an annual salary. What did they guess? The majority majority of them thought it was 100K. Oh, my God. Oh, somebody Somebody answered 800K. Oh, wow. Absolutely insane. They think people just make money out here. Just like they just print dollars. I don't know. In my line of work, I don't see a lot of people that are just mailing it in. You know? Yeah. Two shakes of the lamb's tail. I'll put it to you this way. The Globe is doing these monthly pieces it's not like a series or anything but they do it all the time where they put out about the works landscape and how to get people back into downtown how it's impossible and they're like interviewing these hr consultants and all that stuff like that and the hr consultant said that they are interviewing people and when they find out that in the interview that there's not a remote option they just don't even continue the interview they say okay i'm all set thanks yeah yeah. I was like, wow. So if cities are relying on young people to make it thrive and the way that they are economically being designed, which is for like big three consultancy fucking nerds, like venture fried chicken on IG. Well, <laughs> good luck. You might, you might want to have a mass transit system that runs. You might want to have a mass night. transit system that fucking stays functional. You might want to make sure that the seas aren't rising instead of saying that you're just going to spend all this money to fucking prevent it from happening when you damn well know that you're not doing enough to prevent it. It is just such a fucking absurd amount of bullshit that is going on in Boston and Massachusetts politics where they're going to keep telling you that they're fixing everything. But in that city, I'm still worth $8 no matter what. And when that Fed report comes out after a pandemic that's going to supposed to update itself. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot fucking wait. I'm going to masturbate because every politician, local, state level is going to fucking lie to you about that shit and say they're going to fix it. The way they fixed it is because they hired a bunch of fucking people of color in their city hall administration or because they hired a bunch of people in their fucking legislative offices. Bull fucking shit. You're fucked. So I was laughing the other day. Somebody that I know who watches a lot of Fox News. <laughs> not to, I mean, I have to say this before I forget it, but I thought it was hilarious. But it's on the topic of, hey, people just don't want to work. Mm-hmm. That that thread of thinking. The person that's absorbing that and just not thinking maybe a, a little deeper into it. I don't know if this was a Fox News type spin or their spin, but it was like, hey, you have all these people trying to get in like why don't you just give them the jobs and it's like well i, I just it baffled me like i've been thinking about it for days because i've just been like y- you just spent the last 10 years complaining about those people coming in you were complaining about the caravans i mean blows me away it got hard and this they is someone someone else to blame someone who doesn't work <laughs> that's the great part right <laughs> they need someone else to blame blew me away i was just like can you not connect there's the always the the someone else or but, something to blame it's great plus i don't know if you knew but inflation is only happening in the united states of america nowhere else nowhere else. else i was being totally facetious like it's happening everywhere oh <laughs> it's a global fucking problem <laughs> there's global stagnation i mean it doesn't help that 
there's a war going on with the Ukraine that we all had to pay attention to about for like five seconds. And now this shit like, just doesn't happen in isolated sense, especially a country like ours that has the tools to manipulate currency in other countries. Like this is a global problem, which probably I'm shocked it didn't happen sooner when a lot of shit was shut down. Like people that just thought we were going to spend a bunch of public money and come out of that unscathed. If anything, I mean, the thing of people not being in central business districts and like staying home, like I ride my bike to a lot of other places. A lot of people spend it like smaller businesses. Like my town doesn't have a lot of high name recognition national businesses like in their downtown. Like they have all these small businesses where people mm-hmm. utilize mm-hmm. them now. And mm-hmm. It's not just restaurants. It's like other things where Your people are around. Late, it's a produce store. And then you and have to I go still to your butcher walking to the train riding the bike to the train like people still do go in but it's like we're in a different zone now yeah all your money is staying okay. where you live and that's i thought that's what we always wanted right was my every carbon dollar is so down yeah it, when i think about it and just oh. the amount of money and tolls that i was spending and gas and just the time of driving there are things i miss about that where you can kind of decompress from work mm-hmm and you get that hour or whatever the burn mm-hmm. off before you get home i don't really mm-hmm. get that anymore but you know i can bike i do know man into my fucking garden i do fucking know man my i'm about it growing you know i'm about it you're bringing up those tomatoes in august part of the reason we didn't do the pod for so long i think is because we our personal lives have become a lot busier but also for the past three, four years, we've talked about a lot of things ad nauseum and like what else is there left to say about those certain topics because people just stepped up to the plate and whiffed and missed. Yeah, I, I, there's no- They'd always be missing in New Jersey. Like I already yeah. knew that. And there's, there's no doubt in my mind that that's just what I realized, which is we need to stop giving our time and our energy to these fucking people. No, I mean, I think it's the opposite of that. Because I think you look at what's happening nationally and people are like the control of state houses and shit. And it just goes to prove that that makes such a fucking difference. Like half the shit that is gotten away with, you can trace a direct line back to like the 2010 midterms and just the concerted effort on state races for the other side. And that fills judgeships. And next thing you know, they're gonna be perp walking us out. Not me. I, I really do feel it's bad vibe, man. And I think people, the same way people don't think they're on the cusp of financial ruin, I think people just laugh it off and think, oh, this could never happen in the U.S. And I think it's a very bad vibe right now. Uh, we voted. We did what we were supposed to do. I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't want to get into abortion, but, you know, for all the times that they had the chances to codify this shit, they never chose to do that. Well, you can see, like, even if that ever did happen, it wouldn't have mattered. That's why I don't understand this, like, this argument of uh, they should have codified this, codified that. Yeah, they should have. But I'm pretty sure voting rights was codified. They struck that down, what, five to ten years ago? So, like, EPA codified. Shoot, it's been around for 50 fucking years. And then all of a sudden they say, ah, like, CO2 is a little different. Just read those numbers just a little bit less. So it's like, hey, man. Putting stuff into law isn't always gonna be the savior. Is not gonna be the answer because there will always be an institution that can take that shit down. Yeah. 
problematic with the most opaque industry or industry government. What do you mean industry? I mean, it is in terms of law. Look how many people go into politics. Oh, no, I do do not disagree with that. I I was like, that was funny. Industry is just a good slip up. I'm sure the Democrats will find a message between now and November. There is no doubt in my mind. I know for a fact in Massachusetts that the legislature and Maura Healy will do amazing things if elected. And that the way that they're going to change the change the way we do business is by making sure that we just don't elect Jeff Deal. I feel like I heard that argument when I was supposed to vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> or, no, you know, I heard that argument when fucking Hillary was running. I heard that argument when Joe Biden was running. Like, it just doesn't. When does it stop? Really? When does the boogeyman start? When nah. it's too late. <laughs> yeah. And I really just don't give a fuck about Clarence Thomas. Everybody's just got these jokes about him. And I'm just like, I really don't give a fuck. Dude's weird. We've known that. Sorry that Joe Biden was his best friend at the time, back then. And now it's just wild now. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Pubes on the Coke can. I mean, people, lifetime appointments. Joe Biden. (laughs) What could be doing the hearings? What could be problematic about lifetime appointments? There is no accountability. And what you know, you got people that have been in office for 50 years who said and did the most stupidest fucking things back then. And now we're fucking paying for it. And these motherfuckers are going to get away with it. And when I say these motherfuckers, I mean Joe Biden and Kamala Harris her, and the Democratic her, Party. Her star has burned to a crisp. <laughs> And you know what? There's a there's this running gag where it's like, oh, you know, it's wild. It's sexist. It's gender. It's like no. It's just that this woman has no cons has no con- concept of like complete sentences or coherent sentences. It is like she's doing a live podcast in front of a bunch of cameras in front of the world, and it's just this is why it's just so like fucking embarrassing. That's why it's so easy to dunk on her. That's why it's so easy to dunk on Joe Biden. Listen, Great. we might get gateway, so. <laughs> hey, there's so I'm many cool. things to look forward to. I'm, I'm just cool. saying, it's great that we checked off all these fucking boxes, and at the end of the day, they're still the just dumbest fucking people. You can keep being the first. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. It does not impress me. It does not inspire. And it shouldn't, being the first for anything should not inspire people to just go out and vote. Think deeper than that, folks. Think deeper. Tom Malinowski isn't my house rep anymore, so I can't. Oh, you got redistricted out. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking funny, man. Yeah, he's not he's not my guy anymore, so. Fucking topsy turvy world we were living in and he's gone now, brother. I in one. Yeah, I'm in one. Oh, Dave Celine. <laughs> Stand up guy. Uh I, I, I mean, it was preceded by Pat Kennedy, so I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say much. <laughs> like, I can't fucking escape these motherfuckers, dude. They fuck. I mean, whatever. He was in the house. He was in the Rhode House of Raps. He was mayor of Providence from 2003 to 2011. And oh, there's controversies. There are controversies tape here. My kid got vaccinated, bro. How do you feel about that? Like, uh, you are one of the families that have been doing this. Uh, now your child is safe supposedly i think it's pretty cool i mean it's like eight weeks in between shots first. 
At least she's got a little bit of the juice in her. How did she feel after the first dose? Like, no difference. Wow. Whereas humans were just fucking like, they have, they couldn't raise it's their probably arms like they were John McCain, they, bro. I think they get three uh, <laughs> doses, so they're probably less, but still, like, there was no, like, not even a fever that night or next day. Like, she was fine. Teeth, teeth are bothering her, so that takes bigger precedent than my teeth, man. Busting through. You know, we've been lucky so far, but eventually it's going to bite us. So it just feels better for her to like have something. Because by the time she completes the cycle, it'll be like the high season again. And I'll actually be able to participate in the holidays. And like, if we get sick, we get sick. But that's my mindset. It's crazy, man. And how many people are like yelling about the CDC numbers and, oh, you know, we got to fucking put on our masks and shit like that. But then they're glad to go and party with fucking new mayors fucking for inauguration. No problem. Mask free. Who is that? Oh, I'm not. I'm just saying there's, there's just like a great movement to be outraged at just about everything. But then. Well, yeah, there's when it's party that. time. Ah, that never happened. That's that Boris Johnson shit. That's that. Boris. <laughs> Just crazy. Just hilarious mindsets out of people. That Bojo shit, you know? But the lady was saying that we should change the name of the podcast to We Need Some Coffee Milk. <laughs> no, can't change the name midstream. Do you know what do you know what coffee milk is though? I feel like I've heard the term and it's something up there, right? So it's Rhode Island's fucking like drink. <laughs> where it's literally just milk and coffee syrup. Oh God! So it's like it's like chocolate milk, but instead of it being chocolate milk, it's coffee milk. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you'd think that you'd think that, dude. You. Oh my God! You'd think that, dude. Autocrat is usually the go-to syrup that they use. But, oh my God! I'm gonna be sick. But I was like. So do you like when you make the coffee milk? Do you put the coffee milk in the coffee? And some oh my and my God. buddy Dave was like, he was like, it sounds like a Bill Cosby line. He, he when was you make like, the coffee milk. Does... When you make the coffee milk, do you put it in the coffee? And I asked my buddy Dave that. He's like, I've honestly never even fucking done that. That is like a mind fuck in itself. <laughs> okay, it is like inception. It is like just living in a time loop with coffee milk in the coffee. That is a big thing in Rhode Island. That and I've constantly been slamming back fucking Del Shandies by Narragansett. <laughs> Ugh, I am gonna be uh, not high noons. <laughs> well, high noons are definitely something I like to fuck with when I want to get like super buzzed, like fast, because it's vodka. So it's vodka sparkling. Mm-hmm. But sometimes with these beers, I just want to heal like high outside and I want a freshy beer. Mm. Narragansett Del Shandy <laughs> is where it's at and then i have the strongbows too it's just right it's like i another thing about rhode island that's just amazing is liquor prices like it's crazy at how much of like a 750 milliliter bottle of gin can go for like 50 dollars there but here it's 30 bucks sorry is it like one of those places where the the state like controls it no like isn't that how it is in like new hampshire or something yeah it's not like that no it's just there's there's a respectability to everybody staying at home getting smacked slapped up yeah fucking a fucking a massachusetts not arm and a leg for everything i mean i don't know man i can't tell the vibe here in new jersey like people definitely seem in like a better mood because shit's wide open 
you know? I mean, oh, yeah, we are in the endemic. The Florida shore, like rentals, bananas, money, bananas. Like, if you want to be a family and rent for a week, mm-hmm. 10 billion a year for the just month, bananas. Like, let's just say your family did that every year, which a lot of families do. You go to LBI or some shit. Yeah. What you're paying this year versus others, like, bananas. bananas. You wanted those. Inflation begets inflation, you know? People yeah. just gouging. That pandemic happened and then that inflation hit. Felt that. Felt that. But we're back to a degree, I think. Fresh perspectives, fresh lives. We could, we could do an in person one next month.